Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for November the 10th in the year of our Lord, 2021. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips as you know we reject revolution we stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth a quick recap of yesterday's show starts now Uh, we talked about hundreds of thousands to go on a four-day nationwide strike over vaccine mandates article written by the epic times we had our guest on Lee Dundas, attorney advocates for citizens' rights, citizensrights.org, her website. She's one of the leaders of the event, nationwide walk-off, walk off the job, walk out of schools, protest rallies to take place November the 8th through the 11th. That's Monday through Thursday. It continues now. If you want to get updates, you can go to nationwidewalkout.com or you can simply text the keyword freedom to 53445. That's 53445, and you can get updates, or you can go to nationwidewalkout.com. you got to stand for freedom, they say, and fight for the four-day strike against employers forcing the vaccinations. Amen to that. Even Los Angeles County's sheriff. Alex Villanueva, he says, I'm not going to force the vaccinations. It'll destroy my sheriff's department. I'm not doing it. The whole epic showdown, ladies and gentlemen, between freedom-loving Americans and the power-mad, whacked-out elites intent on implementing their tyrannical authoritarian agenda. Hey, it's all going on. And all the details are in the Whistleblower magazine at WND.com. We're talking about the Great American Rebellion, ladies and gentlemen. We will not comply. That's what's going on. Workers are quitting hotel and restaurants. Jobs at the highest rate on record, writes Newsmax. The FDA and the CDC greenlight Pfizer's experimental vaccines for children from ages 5 to 11 years old. But I got a question. I thought they told me they approved the vaccine, and we don't need emergency authorization anymore because they're approved. Well, then why are they asking and granting emergency authorization for Pfizer's experimental? Why do we have emergency authorization for experimental vaccine when I thought we said that it was already solved and and approved now? Folks, they're lying to you, and it's not adding up. That's all. Homeless Californians are reportedly breaking into backlog shipping containers as we have a transportation crisis on our hands. Shock admission by star witness in the Rittenhouse trial sends shockwaves to the prosecution. Yeah, Daily Caller has the piece. Gage Kroskris, I think is how you say the name, admits to drawing his own gun before getting shot by Kyle. 
very, very interesting. That wasn't disclosed the first time round, that's for sure. Glenn Beck also says every new car will be electric by 2030. Lauren Bobert trolls Ocasio-Cortez by wearing a, well, I guess Ocasio-Cortez had a tax the rich dress, right? Well, then Lauren Bobert, Congresswoman of Colorado, I guess she wears a Let's Go Brandon dress. Mike Pence cashes in big time. Uh, he's getting paid um, well over $100,000 per speech now as people think he might be the candidate for 2024. That was our one of Liberty Roundtable Live Hour 2. Brighty on TV, simulcast, Sam Bushman and Sheriff Richard Mack break it down like nobody's business. The sheriff uh, we're talking about, <coughs> um, there's a sheriff in Wisconsin, and he literally is now referring Wisconsin election commissioners for criminal charges. Says they committed fraud, committed crimes during the election. The sheriff is also calling on Attorney General Josh Call to conduct a statewide investigation into the criminal activity. Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin chimes in. And he says, hey, uh-uh, these scandals that the sheriff has uncovered might be just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to the scandals on vote fraud. Wow, there you have that. Boosted by the pandemic, constitutional sheriffs are a, listen, political force. Kimberly Kindy writes the article for the WAPO. What a shame article she wrote. Dishonest as all get out. Archives of the Brighty on TV show with Sam Bushman and Richard Mack. It's simulcast on Liberty Roundtable Live, second hour Tuesdays. But it's called the Sheriff Mack Show on TV. Archives available at Brighty on TV if you want to check that out. All right, we've got Larry Pratt with us. Discussions of all things liberty. It all starts now. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. Sam, it is good to be with you. Uh, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives has... Uh, continue to do what they've been trying to do for a long time. Even when I was at Gun Owners of America, uh, we were battling them against their efforts to computerize the names and addresses of every gun owner that's ever bought a gun at a store or from a dealer because uh, the dealers have to get a check by calling a number in actually West Virginia. Uh, they run it against their computers and then uh, they might allow you to buy the gun after that's all taken care of. They are supposedly, until now, they've never been able to computerize all those records. And now they've just said, well, you know, doggone it, we're going to do it. Some 50 million-plus records of gun owners in America, uh, they're going to have their names and addresses uh, put down in a computer in a file. Isn't that nice? And by the way, uh Let's not pretend. This is not for fighting crime. I'm not even sure they've said anything that that's what they're trying to do. It, uh, the Canadians had a registry, still have, I guess, of every handgun owner in the country. It never uh, was used to solve a crime. And the same with the records that already are computerized by the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Crimes, and Explosives. They don't solve crimes with it. What they're clearly doing is setting the stage for the day when some tyrant, maybe a Joe Biden, maybe somebody else, uh, says, well, it's time to collect the guns. 
just we we just can't stand to have them in the hands of average Americans. Larry is out of control. Um, how they're getting away with this, I don't know. I think arrests need to occur, though. There's no authorizing authority from any branch of government, much less Congress, the legislative branch. They don't have any authority Absolutely. for any of this, do they? No, they don't. They clearly do not, starting with the Constitution. But even under federal law, uh, this is prohibited. But they're doing it anyway because they can. And they know that the uh, Justice Department, which is controlled by President Biden uh, through his uh, appointees, they're not going to do anything either. And so um, here we go. Uh, we're seeing the gloves come off of the fist of tyranny. And it's not pretty. And the guy hadn't even been in office uh, for barely a year. I don't know where to go with this discussion in the sense that, Larry, what we have now in America, as far as I can tell, is government just does whatever it wants. You have whatever unconstitutional agency just simply create regulation. We then pretend that's law, even though we've circumvented the checks and balances and the lawmaking body in America the Congress, if you will, or the legislative, uh, and we simply act like it's law now. And if anybody brings up anything to the contrary, they're a terrorist. I mean, isn't this where we're now, at? Oh, yeah, it definitely would seem to be. There could be um, uh, the possibility of taking this to court um, in a um, uh, jurisdiction such as the Fifth Circuit in the, uh, the southern area of Louisiana and some other states. But that's not necessarily going to uh, do the job because that'll take months, even if it were successful. And even if the Supreme Court ruled it the way they should, uh, we're looking at probably years before that would get adjudicated. So meanwhile, the Biden administration, uh, knowing all that, says, let's go. <laughs> I would almost say, let's go, Brandon, but they wouldn't say that. <laughs> Looks like the um, Build Back Better Act or legislation by President Biden's team has serious gun control in it as well, right? Yeah, they're building back better, all right. They're building back a uh, tyranny program that uh, has been the dream of American tyrants for a long, long time. And here it comes. Uh, because they've got, they know that they've got probably another year before the American people, if the elections are anywhere near fair, uh, the American people are likely to push back the way they did in Virginia. Virginia has been voting Democrat, but they voted for a Republican slate of governor, lieutenant governor, and attorney general uh, because they're fed up. And I think if Virginia can do something like that, you're looking at many, many other states. Uh, doing the same thing, you're going to probably see the Congress change next year. Hang tight, ladies and gentlemen. Larry Pratt, Sam Bushman on your radio. They're pushing for gun control hard. We're here to give you the breakdown details. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, 
in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. The Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3, founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Biden's ATF collecting tens of millions of records on American gun owners, ladies and gentlemen. This is serious business. In a document, the ATF brags of processing um, all these business records. And the federal government, by the way, is prohibited by law to establishing a database of gun owners in the United States, but they've already done it now. So you got to ask some questions. Is anybody going to jail? Really? I mean, data obtained by the Washington Free Beacon and others are digging into this and shining new light on the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms program, quote, mandating records from gun stores. I don't know how to respond to this, Larry. Well, it's something that they've been doing for quite some time anyway. Uh, what they've done now, uh, because they've done it piecemeal, they get records from uh, one way or another. Uh, but now they're doing it wholesale so that when a gun store goes out of business, or for that matter, a, a gun manufacturing company goes out of business, they have to send those records into the BATF. And uh, once they've sent them in, the BATF is not supposed to computerize them. Well, uh, I don't think they've ever uh, obeyed that. And now they're just saying, uh, we're going after 50 million out of business records that we've been warehousing uh, in West Virginia where 
this is all uh, taking place, and we're just going to go ahead and do it now. And um, they didn't, to my knowledge, bother to cite any authority. They just uh, imply that this is a great crime-fighting tool, and that's just simply not true. It, they don't find criminals uh, by using these records. Uh, the only use those records are going to have clearly, uh, as far as I'm concerned, as gun owners of America is concerned, a lot of uh, independent gun owners are concerned, they're going to use it uh, to have a registry of gun owners so that the, they will come when they can just come and knock on the door. And uh, that's not a very uh, cheerful thought, frankly. And with the Biden administration, uh, that's not uh, as implausible as it might have seemed five or 20 years ago. Uh, the Biden administration is perfectly capable of doing something like that. Ladies and gentlemen, what they're doing is they're acting like because these stores are closed, uh, they're not really records controlled or owned by anybody anymore. And therefore, they can get a copy uh, before the, I don't know, store destroys them or whatever, holds them. Uh, you got to hold them for a certain number of years or whatever. They're just simply saying, hey, we got to preserve these records. And so they're forcing the gathering of them. Uh, and now they're bragging about it. A document obtained by. The Washington Free Beacon shines light on the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, um, revealing that the, I guess they've obtained 54, what, million of these things? That uh, is a bunch of records, and uh, arguably they would have had some of those records already because of the illegal activities that they've pursued in this area. But uh, they are uh, seeking to uh, top off as much as they can. Uh, because that's what they want uh, the list for. It's to go after uh, lawful gun owners. And what they'll do, I would imagine, is wait for some kind of event, some kind of tragedy. Maybe it'll be a black flag uh, where they themselves uh, create the, quote, crisis, and then the crisis will become the justification for collecting guns from lawful gun owners uh, well, you know, this is uh, just clearly too much danger. Uh, we can't allow this anymore. Look at what the, has happened be, uh, just now, whatever this was. Uh, we've got to uh, go and collect the guns to keep everybody safe. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, that was kind of the line of uh, Lenin, of Hitler, uh, of other uh, tyrants that have collected guns all throughout the last century. Uh, it's maybe justified, quote-unquote, in uh, terms of public safety, but the real purpose is for tyranny. I don't know where to go with this. The federal government, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, is prohibited by law from establishing a database of gun owners in the United States. But they've got a collection of information on tens and millions, tens of millions of gun owners through this. Now, the ATF declined to comment on internal agency records, but they tried to say that, hey, gathering these records don't constitute a gun registry. Um, I just don't know where you go with this because here's what's happening. You've got the, the BATF violating the law, building a national gun database, even though they say they're not, that really amounts to that. Uh, we can play games with words and semantics, etc. 
But now you got Joe Biden literally saying, I, you know, vaccinated, mandated vaccines. Uh, you got to stay by a court. Joe's virtually saying, ignore the state, move ahead anyway. I'm afraid we don't have any law in America anymore. The criminals simply call you and I terrorists as they literally destroy every law in America. Larry, and I'm afraid if they keep pushing on this, they're going to create a civil war. The Biden administration, I I quite agree with you, is simply not concerned about what the law says. Because uh, I I would imagine from their actions, uh, what they're telling us is we are the law. Uh, As a tyrant French king once said, I am the state, Uh, meaning I can do whatever I bloody well want. And these guys are kind of in the same frame of mind, it seems to me. Uh, Biden uh, got himself uh, elected uh, one way or another. And um, now they're going to go for the gold. And I think what in part is their motivation for moving this quickly is that they they see the polls. They saw the election in Virginia that wasn't uh, expected to produce a Republican victory there and there almost was a republican win in new jersey for their governor's race and there was a win uh in a state senate district where the head of the senate was knocked off by a truck driver a delivery man uh, a, a real true average american who's quite uh, articulate and he uh, uh He's now going to be the next state senator from that district. <laughs> but So the American people are very concerned about what they see happening, in spite of the, of the smiley face that the uh, media is trying to depict. Uh, the American people, by their voting, are, are saying, we've had enough, we're not going to put up with that. And <laughs> the, uh, the tyrant's uh, response to that is, what do you mean you're not going to put up with that? Of course you are. You're going to do what we tell you to do. <laughs> um, are we going to have a resurgence of conservative people that take back this and undo a lot of this? Or do you think that America is just flat out changed forever? Well, it, America could be changed fundamentally. Uh, Obama's way of phrasing it was uh, uh, right before the election was that we're just days away from fundamentally transforming America. Well, uh, he he did a, a fair amount to work toward that, but um, that's, I think, the agenda. They've been uh, pretty candid about it. Um, they didn't expect uh, uh, that they were going to, to lose uh, because they had been so busy stealing elections. They finally in my opinion, did steal the last election. I think Trump was the guy that got elected. Uh, We just don't uh, have the benefit of seeing him in office uh, because they are so determined to continue doing what they think is best for the country, Uh, the mentality of a real tyrant. That's that's what we're dealing with, and uh, it's going to take an awful lot of effort uh, to undo what they're doing I think uh, we may see more than they're prepared to uh, uh, deny, more than they're prepared to fix and to uh, corrupt in the next election. We can hope. We'll have to 
wait and see. But a year from now, uh, we'll be voting again uh, for nas- nationally. Just about every, well, indeed, every seat in the House of Representatives will be up. Many U.S. Senate seats will be up. And if the House were to go uh, into the hands of the Republicans, which wouldn't be a big deal, then we'll see what happens. Ladies and gentlemen, Larry Pratt with me. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. Hard-hitting talk at your fingertips always when we're on the radio. LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net, live and on-demand radio. Donate if you can and spread the word, please. Quick pause. Hard-hitting news the network refuse to use continues in mere seconds. Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. In September, Special Counsel John Durham announced a former Clinton campaign attorney, Michael Sussman, was indicted by a grand jury for lying to the FBI with regards to the Russia collusion lie. The indictment also alleges that Sussman coordinated with representatives and agents of the Hillary Clinton campaign. Now it's been discovered White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan is the foreign policy advisor referred to in the indictment. In other news, a federal judge said records from the Trump White House can be turned over to the House committee investigating January 6th. President Obama appointed District Judge Tanya Chutkan, said Congress should have access to the records. An illegal immigrant pleaded guilty Tuesday to killing two additional people during a four-person murder spree in northern Nevada in 2019. 22-year-old Wilbur Ernesto Martinez Guzman pleaded guilty to first-degree murder in the deaths of Connie Coons and Sophia Rankin. USA Radio News. There's a lot of confusion about how to protect yourself from COVID. With guidelines and regulations changing by the week, one thing is certain. You need an accurate thermometer for your family to check for fever, the leading sign of flu and COVID. Only the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate in more than 100 clinical studies. Don't rely on non-contact thermometers. They have no scientific studies behind them and can miss the fever that might mean COVID. Learn more at exergen.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. There's a lot of confusion about how to protect yourself from COVID with guidelines and regulations changing by the week. One thing is certain, you need an accurate thermometer for your family to check for fever, the leading sign of flu and COVID. Only the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate in more than 100 clinical studies. Don't rely on non-contact thermometers. They have no scientific studies behind them and can miss the fever that might mean COVID. Learn more at Exergen.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. Let's get an update on the Astro World concert tragedy. Investigators looking into the Astro World concert tragedy in Texas are combing through what's left at Energy Park in Houston, which has been sealed off by a judge. Attorney Benny Agosto represents several people who were hurt by a mob of fans, and he says the scene they describe is haunting. They saw lifeless people. Of course, they were being crunched themselves until after the police got there and was able to make some room. They're suing the headliner, Travis Scott, as well as everybody else who was involved in last Friday's concert. Eight people were crushed to death. The lawsuit alleging concert promoters and security failed to have a safe plan for the deadly situation and had nowhere near enough medical or security personnel. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. Tuesday night, the Green Bay Packers were fined $300,000 and two players were each hit with $14,650 fines. The fines were issued for violation of the league and NFL Players Association COVID-19 protocols. USA Radio News. 
promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know where we're going to go with this. I'm convinced that we're never going to be able to return if we're not very, very careful. Uh, It seems like when the Republicans make a change, it gets overturned quickly. When the Democrats or the liberals, whatever you want to say, make a change, the Republicans really don't, they don't have the mojo. They don't have the uh, mojo or whatever you want to call it to reverse anything. I'll give you an example to make the point, Larry, and then we'll apply it here. You know, uh, the Democrats promoted don't ask, don't tell. Uh, letting the gays kind of, you know, come out in the military in a way, but yet not really focus on it. Let's just not talk about it, but let it be. Uh, the Democrats pushed for that. The Republicans said, oh, no, this is a horrible uh, lowering of the bar. We can't have this. This is 20 years later than they said, hey, the Democrats said, let's, let's have the gay and lesbians just come out, you know. Forget don't ask, don't tell. We're beyond that now. And then the Republicans went, no, we got to have Don't Ask, Don't Tell, something they fought against, you know, 10, 20 years earlier. Uh, And and now we have both sides saying, well, that's not really an issue we're going to even deal with. No big deal, no harm, no foul. In fact, if you say anything about it, you're you're a a homophobe, a, a homophobe, a bigot, a hater. I don't know that we'll ever come back from this, Larry. Well, Sam, that's the the M.O. that has been pursued in so many different areas and i quite agree with what you're uh, pointing to we uh, have seen that in the case of the right to keep and bear arms Uh, we started back in the 1930s with a national gun control uh, that that was relatively compared to today uh, non-invasive and then it just went step by step by step until now uh, we're debating whether or not uh, you can have certain guns. Certain states have made it illegal to have them, and, and uh, they just uh, follow a game plan of uh, how much heat can they turn up before the frog tries to jump out of the water. And uh, this has been their mo across the board. You name it, you name the issue, and that's the mo that's been pursued. And so I think uh, it would be uh, very uh, well spent time if we could uh, look at all across the board and see what's been happening uh, a gradual in- increase in government control over more and more sectors of the economy of the uh, the life of american citizens daily life it's really extraordinary what they've been doing Now, let's jump to COVID. Headline says the rate of new COVID cases in California is now more than twice the rate in Florida, prompting questions from some Californians about the effectiveness or the payoff of, quote, health measures such as vaccines and mask mandates. In the last seven days, California is averaging 16 new Cases per 100,000 residents, whereas, believe it or not, there's just seven in Florida, according to the New York Times. The Golden Golden State has seen a surge of more than 60% in new cases in just the last two weeks alone, compared to a 20% drop in Florida. 
California's COVID rate is now twice that of Florida's. No, we say rate because remember, California is still a bigger state, right? This matters, though, because Gavin Newsom repeatedly cited this metric to justify his mandates. Larry, you want to speak to this one? Yeah, it won't be the largest state much longer if they continue their lockdown, anti-freedom, we love regulation of everything mentality in the state government. Uh, One of the main things it's hard to find in California is a a, a (laughs) U-Haul to leave the state with because so many people are leaving the state. Uh, And they refuse to look at uh, the science, which they uh, is sort of what one of their mantras. Well, we're just following the science. Well, no, they're not. What they're doing is reaching for more and more power. And the science, if they were to actually take a look at uh, the data that are uh, available from other places around the world, Israel went uh, loco and uh, virtually uh, vaccinated the entire population. And they have uh, an increase in COVID cases. And we're seeing that in country after country, uh, that uh, vaccination uh, does not uh, stop the spread of the virus. Because just like all the other viruses that we've dealt with every year, the standard flu, you name it, uh, they they tend to change, uh, mutate perhaps is the word that's used, but they tend to change uh, over the course of that year. And so if you develop a vaccine for it, by next year, the vaccine is, is vaccinating against a virus that is no longer prevalent in the population. And so, uh, but that doesn't matter. That's known, but that doesn't matter because they're not really looking at controlling the flu. They're looking at controlling people. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's hard for me to know even how to go from subject to subject with the abuse that's going on in the country, ladies and gentlemen. Let me give you an example. In Utah, I don't know if you know, but Utah's kind of modern after the country. Utah has a north section and a south section. And the southern Utah area uh, has been known as Dixie forever. Uh, why? Mm. Because back in the day when the uh, Mormons were uh, you know, kicked out of the country and forced to flee to Utah for safety, um, they were trying to create a self-sustaining society. And so they grew cotton, believe it or not, in southern Utah back in the day, and that's why it was called Dixie, moderned after or patterned after the United States of America. Well, now everybody's a racist, as you know, uh, Larry Pratt. So they want to change the college down there. It's called Dixie State University, at least it used to be. And now that's too racist, so they want to change the name. And I've got two headlines that I find fascinating about this. First one says this, poll, most Utahns would not change the name of Dixie State University. So most Utahns, I guess, are racist and wouldn't change the name at all. They're just fine with Dixie. But they say now the new name, Utah Tech University, so U-T-U, got unanimous support. How do you get unanimous support when most people wouldn't change the name, Larry? This is the kind of news and the kind of uh, recreating of American culture, society, um, 
the cancel culture. They're canceling the whole history of Utah's Dixie. It had nothing to do with hate and slavery. It had everything to do with the idea that in the South you grow cotton, and that's what they did back in the day. This is just Damn, fascinating I, about the cancel culture. Larry? Oh, oh, it is, and I think we have to get used to the idea that when we're discussing uh, a public policy issue particularly, uh, if a liberal disagrees with it, then uh, the charge is going to come flying back, you're a racist. And uh, I think many of us have come to the conclusion that, uh, no, uh, we don't uh, operate or think as racist. Uh, uh, I believe that God created all people, and um, whatever color of their skin, they're still uh, people that were created by God. And so race is, uh, uh, frankly, uh, about as uh, significant a factor for determining differences among people as are the length of fingernails or you know, something just totally irrelevant, uh, except in the mind of liberals. And liberals are looking for a way to divide so that they can rule because of the divisions and the conflicts that are within society. And I think we just need to resolve ourselves that if we're in a discussion uh, and we're talking with somebody who disagrees with us and they're a liberal, they're likely to just resort to that if they can't win the argument. They don't have the facts. If they don't have the, the correct understanding of the situation, they're just going to hurl that charge because they've gotten used to being lazy and uh, the media supports them in that. And uh, that's uh, going to be the scope of the argument uh, for some time to come. And I think we just have to uh, resolve ourselves to say, oh, you call me a, a racist just now? <laughs> Thank you very much. That means I've just won the argument. We need to learn to own who we are as people and not let the labels or others defining us uh, sideline us from arguments and discussions. Uh, we need to learn to stick to the issues and learn to advocate for uh, solutions. And I think what happens is we back away when it gets that controversial. Conservatives cave when they're called conservatives um, or when they're called racist. They cave. Uh, we'll come back and talk about this more, but I really think we're going to have to take action in more meaningful ways. Uh, Larry Pratt with me. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Well, my mom smokes and my dad smokes, and I saw them smoking, so I tried it. They're telling me not to smoke, but they smoke themselves. When it comes to smoking, are you sending mixed signals? But when you teach someone a certain way to do things, and you go back on that certain way, it sends mixed signals to the person that they're trying to teach. The parents need to be the example. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. 
the message, press 1. To change your message, press 7. Hey, Mom, Dad, Mark here. Wow, I love college, really. I never knew living on my own could be so, uh, good for me. Uh... To change your message, press 7. So, here I am at college. It's cool. Well, of course, it's only been a week. To change your message. Hey, it's me. I was just remembering that time I hit my first home run, you know, through the garage window. Thanks for not being mad. No. To change. Hi. Boy, I miss you guys. I miss my room. I miss waking up to warm socks straight from the dryer. Warm socks? Family. Isn't it about time? Hi, it's Mark. Um, love you guys. Uh, I'll call you later. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Prager U has an interesting article out that I find fascinating. Subject, as trust in the media plummets. Uh, is kind of the title of it, Larry. Let's have you respond to this, you know, without any uh, even other any promptings, right? <laughs> the uh, the media has uh, been stubbing its toe for such a long time. It's incredible. Uh, they will publish a story which is clearly misleading. Uh, certainly, the area of guns uh, is a good example because for years and years the media has insisted that. Uh, the average person shouldn't be entrusted with a firearm. That's too dangerous. And they never uh, give any emphasis and hardly ever report uh, that in jurisdictions where, for instance, there are now some 20 states where you can carry a concealed firearm without any permit, license whatsoever. And in those jurisdictions, crime is lower. Violent crime occurs less often in those jurisdictions than it does in places where guns are highly restricted, like Chicago, New York, San Francisco, you name it. Um, so <laughs> the the facts are, are one thing, but you have to dig to find them, because if you are relying on the, the, the network, the news broadcast, the, the newspapers, which are increasingly relevant, I guess, but if you go to the typical liberal sources, particularly uh, uh, radio news, television news, uh, you're not going to get these facts, if at all, hardly ever. And uh, that's the job the media seems to have assigned to itself is the thought police as to whether you're even allowed to know uh, certain things. Uh, you, you would think that they would want to celebrate success, but that's not what, uh, in their opinion, makes news. Uh, the idea that a grandmother with a 38 in her purse is able to stop an attacker, uh, that's not news. Um, so that's not what they're going to be talking about, if at all, in the media. And we've we've seen that across the board in so many different areas of life. Uh, the media is interested in putting forth uh, a, a view that only the government can solve problems. Only the government is the legitimate actor, is the person that is entr- should be entrusted with 
making all the important decisions. And uh, things will go better if we just say, uh, yes, sir, how high should I jump? There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm afraid that the mainstream press is losing credibility and we're gaining credibility. The reason I say I'm afraid of that is, you know what? We're not getting enough funding. We're not getting enough support from the people. Uh, the enemy news uh, is what I would call it these days. I and mean, they've literally become not just dishonest, but they've literally become the enemy news because of their propaganda and because of their attacks on us. But not enough Americans are supporting what we're doing. Americans are simply doubling down and taking the mainstream press. And um, it's a big, big concern. So I got a question for you. The mainstream press hasn't talked about this much. Are you okay with the IRS monitoring your bank account? National Taxpayers Union with the piece, NTU.org. And they're saying, hey, Joe Biden's planning to monitor your bank account more than ever before. And uh, a lot of people think we've dodged that bullet. But NTU is coming back and saying, you think we're out of the woods on this? If you think so, you're wrong. This is serious, too, uh, Larry. Uh, it certainly is, because when they can monitor it, if they don't like a particular activity that American people are involved in, they're going to see what Americans are doing by monitoring their checking account. Uh, they're not just looking at bottom line. They're going to be looking at, oh, did you write a check uh, to uh, a gun store? Did you write a check to buy some ammunition that you got through the mail? Uh, all of these things are and should be legal, shouldn't even be something uh, they could find out about at a gun store. Uh, gun stores are, are part of the regulatory apparatus of the government anymore. Uh, but by wanting to know what we do with our checks, it means that if I wrote a check to buy a, a gun or some ammunition or anything else the government doesn't really uh, uh, appreciate, uh, they're going to be able to see that by snooping in our checking accounts. They can just put in a keyword search and go through my uh, checks uh, that I've written at my bank and so forth all the way across the country, and they would have tons of data that would be very helpful to them for controlling the American people. And I think we'd better push back on that because that's really just as serious as any measure that would propose to control guns because I think that's in part, what they're seeking to do by getting all the information they can from the way we spend our money. White House to employers ignore that court order and proceed with mandate. <clears throat> I can't understand how we can't just impeach the president. I find this fascinating too, Larry. <clears throat> when the Democrats see um, the Republicans doing anything they don't like, they just jump to impeach. When the conservatives see wrongdoing, even to the point of criminal activity, they don't even really do much. I mean, how much have you even heard about impeaching the president of the United States uh, for his overreach on COVID mandates? Have you heard anybody really talking about it? Very, very little discussion of it, Sam. You're quite right. There are a few Republicans that have filed articles of impeachment in the House, uh, but the, the, the bottom line is, the leadership of the Republican Party is not interested in organizing uh, for where the issue can be discussed uh, in front of cameras, where they can make news about, with it, and they can push, push, push. The Republican leadership uh, just doesn't think that way. That's what Democrats do. 
even if they don't have the votes for something, even if they've lost an election and they're in a minority, they behave as if they're still in control. And the Republicans, even when they are in control, they're almost like uh, the uh, the whip woman that's being uh, battered uh, by her husband. Uh, she's at a point where uh, she will go long periods of time before she even tries to escape, before she even tries to call the police, even if she's got a black eye. Uh, and that's the American people right now in face of our government. The government increasingly is lording it over us, uh, telling us that uh, we just got to depend on them. And uh, it's just an amazing uh, direction that our country has taken. And I hope there's going to be some more Virginias where the, the guy that was expected to win, he had been a Clinton bag man, a former Virginia governor, and he lost. And my guess is he lost by enough votes that they didn't figure they could steal it. And that's going to have to happen uh, next year when we go to vote for Congress. Hopefully there will be such a sea uh, change, such a red wave that overtakes uh, the Congress and the House of Representatives, which is what theoretically could be changed from top to bottom. And if that gets changed, then committees get changed, the people running the Congress get changed. But that won't really make that much difference unless those committee chairmen and subcommittee chairmen and the leadership of the Republican Party in the House of Representatives are willing to really make lots of noise, uh, and it's just not in their mindset. Uh, that, that's not the, what we do at the country club. That's not really uh, what nice people do. Hey, pal, we're in a fight for our lives, for the freedom of this country. Uh, forget the country club. Uh, we didn't elect you to be the president of the social committee at the country club. We've elected you so you can be the chairman of, the, say, the judiciary committee, where you can bring up people that have been abusing their authority in the government and turn over, after you've had a hearing, turn over the results to the Justice Department and then demand that the Justice Department uh, take legal action, criminal action, and if they don't, then cut their money. That's what the House of Representatives can do. And even if the Senate doesn't play ball, uh, although I think they probably will after the election next year, but even if they don't, the House of Representatives originates budgets. And they can simply say, no money for your department, no money for your agency. You guys haven't been following the law. We're not going to fund lawlessness. That's something that the Democrats are used to doing, uh, the Republicans, mm, not so much. So think about this, ladies and gentlemen. A federal appeals court is ordered a halt to President Biden's vaccine mandate on larger private businesses. But the White House is telling businesses to move ahead with the plan anyway. People should not wait. Biden's House uh, press secretary basically said, well, I guess it's the deputy press secretary, Kyrene Jean-Pierre, told reporters at the White House briefing Monday. Um, so if the president and his administration literally saying ignore the court, break the law. 
Um, at this now, point, you just impeach the president, don't you? I would think so. Uh, I mean, I don't mean to be uh, too aggressive here, but that, isn't it just that blatant to where it's like, we don't care about the court. Move ahead anyway. And with this deadline of January 4th they put, people are moving ahead out of fear. But these are forced vaccinations, and every death from the vaccination should be flat-out blood on their hands. Well, and the Republicans should be talking about that, that the um, the vaccine is, as always in the past, it it addresses a form of a virus that was uh, a problem earlier, last year, months ago. And by the time the vaccine is ready, even in experimental form, it's no longer targeting uh, the main problem of the day because the uh, flu, uh, the virus keeps changing. And so the best thing is to stay healthy, uh, have your vitamin D in your, uh, get a bunch of invermectin uh, in your house and hydroxychloroquine. Uh, These are kind of non-invasive things. Stay away from the shots because they go after your basic DNA. Uh, People get as sick or sicker after they've had the shots than those that have not. Uh, and and just to, it, it, we should do what Biden is saying, uh, ignore the court. Oh, okay, Mr. President, we will follow your example. We're not going to obey. Now, they can go after people's bank accounts, and that's where Biden's lawlessness uh, has some teeth. And that's why. Well, and Larry, it, it can, Larry, that's why I highlighted that they're going after your bank accounts. That's why I highlighted this gun control, gun grab, named every database. They'll literally use this gun owner database they've created. Uh, and they'll use that in the back end of monitoring and shutting down your bank account. They'll team that up with the vaccine mandates and see where you are. We're in serious trouble because nobody has the guts to back off their authority. We are in trouble, and the election is going to be a big deal next year. Well, I, I think it's going to be a big deal, but I'm afraid just putting the red in charge isn't going to help. Half the red is just as communist as the blue. <laughs> Well, we need to go into the primaries and work on changing that. Amen to that. We're going to have to find good, honest people who will truly keep their oath of office and stand up, that's for sure. Larry Pratt, my friend, thanks so much. Godspeed. Good to be with you. There he goes. Larry Pratt doing a great job for Liberty Roundtable Live. I am Sam Bushman, and we declare this nation shall endure. LovingLiberty.net. God save the republic. Atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman, live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the network refused to use. No doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for November the tenth in the year of our Lord, two thousand and twenty-one. This is our two of two. And the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country, ladies and gentlemen. So much in the news is just shocking. You know, I don't understand parents. I really honestly don't understand parents. Uh, Let me explain what I mean. 
Parents are finding out their government schools are flat-out cesspools. Cesspools of perverted sex education, cesspools of pornography, cesspools of bullying, cesspools of lack of education when it comes to reading, writing, arithmetic, history, uh, cesspools when it comes to uh, teaching liberal viewpoints, communist and socialist viewpoints. Um, The critical race theory is just one permeating reality and example. But parents act like they're livid. They act like they just can't do anything about it. But you know what, ladies and gentlemen? I just think it's totally bogus. Parents are not committed. So I was talking to some people last night, and they said they had to go to their school board meeting right away. So they had to leave. And they're like, you know, we got to go there, and we got to hold them accountable. We got And I'm just like, you know what? You guys are just funny. You're not holding anybody accountable. You're not doing anything. You're just propping up this government education cesspool, the 10th plank of the Communist Manifesto, uh, and you just uphold this thing. And uh, they said, well, if 30% would leave, then we would, and, you know, we could really shut it down or make a difference. That would be great. I said, you know what? You can't just wait for the 30%. It's never going to happen. I said, even 10% would shut the schools down. They go, well, maybe not 10%. I said, yeah, it would. These guys are on the edge with money already. And if you would literally put the screws to them and take enough kids out to where they had a money crisis on their hands, they'd be in serious trouble. Then they said, oh, no, we feel like we need to stay there and help and talk about it and work through it and all that kind of stuff. And I just go, wow. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't understand the parents. They act like they're livid, but they just get abused. Over and over and over. Let me give you some headlines to kind of illustrate the point that I'm getting at. Headline says, Virginia mother, her name is Stacy Langton. She's the one that exposed the pornographic reading material in the curriculum. Now she's barred from entering the library. Yeah. She's just flat out barred from entering the library. I don't know how to respond to this, folks. And so she basically said, what do you mean I'm barred from the library? They said, parents, she said, is it just me? Or is it all parents? They came back and said, all parents. It's according to our policies. So Stacy says, what policies? Send them to me. Send it to me, she says. But you know what? They send her the policy, and she reads it. And then she says, well, <laughs> it's not in your policy. Right? It's just not there. They say, oh, yes, it is. You're not welcome. Now we're to the point where they're just lying straight to you. And we're to the point where we can't even agree on what's in it. Right? We're not even on the same page. She reads it and says it isn't there. They read it and say, oh, it's there. And who's going to win that battle? So now Virginia mother, Stacy Langton, who exposed pornographic reading material in the curriculum. It's not just available. It's in the curriculum and available in the library. Now she's barred from entering the high school library. 
and she looks at their regulations and their rules or their guidelines or whatever you want to call it, and it's not there. And then she says, hey, it's not even there. They say, yeah, it is. Well, now what do you have to do? Go to court to prove it? So they're literally kicking parents out of the library. You can't even go see what reading materials your children can get access to in the government schools. They literally get caught not only having pornographic material in their library, but it's part of the curriculum. This Virginia mother, Stacy Langton, literally proves it, and they just deny it. Now listen to the next headline, because it really kind of articulates even further what I'm talking about. Fairfax County asks 12-year-old school children about their sex life. And then you say, well, Sam, it's not in my school. No, sir. My school now. I mean, their teacher lives down the road from us. It's all good, Sam. Not in my school. You know what? You don't know. Virginia school, or Virginia, Virginia middle schoolers asked about specific sex acts. Yeah. Specific questions about their sex and dating lives in a new survey. I kid you not, this is Virginia middle schoolers, ladies and gentlemen. Asked about specific sex acts and sexual orientation. The uh, survey also asks about their sexual orientation and whether they identify as transgender or not. Fox News, folks. Now, think about this. Are you going to solve the problem by just going to a school board meeting? Are you going to solve the problem by putting a camera in school so you can watch? They say this. Here's one of the questions for the junior high schoolers. Ready? During the past three months, with how many people have you had sexual intercourse? Another one, have you ever had sexual intercourse? How old were you when you had sexual intercourse for the first time? How many, how many people have you had it with? Have you had oral sex? They say the anonymous survey is a collaboration between the Fairfax County government and Fairfax County public schools. Students in 8th, 10th, and 12th grades will have the opportunity to participate. Of course, it's not mandatory, don't you know? They ask about bullying. They ask about their home life. They ask how much they use tobacco or drink alcohol. The survey also prompts students about their social orientation. What do you think, folks? But don't worry. It's all okay, right? The parents push back. And now they say, well, we'll ask slightly different questions then. They say the majority of parents wants to stay in their education. Now, believe it or not, the county has offered similar surveys in previous years. 
This isn't new. Where do you go there? This is what we're talking about. But parents, in my opinion, don't have the guts to do what it takes. What parents say is, I want the government to fund an education. I want the government to babysit my children all day when I'm gone. And I want the government to teach what I want them to teach. And I don't want them to teach what I don't want them to teach. But ladies and gentlemen, if you think that's reality, you're fooling yourself. You will never, ladies and gentlemen, you will never have the 10th plank of the Communist Manifesto, which means compulsory education for all, government education funded by the taxpayers. You will never get them to quit teaching socialism communism, critical race theory, perverted sexual details and questions, and on and on and on. You're never going to get that done. Never. So I I don't mean to be rude to you parents, but man, when are you going to wake up? When are you going to wake up and realize that this is what government schools do. And you can try, try, try as you will to get your communist government school to fly right, but it's never gonna happen. All right, indoctrination displaces education. You, when you let your children cross the threshold of that government school door, the courts have already ruled. You give complete control to the government school as the children's guardian to teach and do what they want to do. Do you read me loud and clear, parents? I don't know more how to even respond to this. Wow. All right, hang tight. Liberty Roundtable Live. Hi, I'm Sam Bushman. Sorry to get so incensed, but I'm just telling you, the disconnect is just absolutely, it's just nonsensical to say the least. You're listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. conceived in liberty carry its head high if it denies protection to the youngest and most vulnerable of its citizens can a country founded on god-given rights continue to thrive without understanding that life is a precious gift from our creator i believe that great nations and great civilizations spring from a people who have a moral compass i don't think a civilization can long endure that does not have respect for all human life born and not yet born. I will be in earnest. I will not equivocate and I will not excuse. I will not retreat an inch and I will be heard. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life. 
as a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman, Liberty Roundtable. So, I don't know if you know this, but uh, you remember James O'Keefe? This is the guy that, um, well, he's the founder of Project Veritas, right? Anyway, it turns out the FBI now raided home of James O'Keefe, violating the First Amendment, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, headline says, I was in a state of shock. James O'Keefe describes the bone-chilling FBI raid on his home. The Western Journal has the most detail on this, ladies and gentlemen. But you go, whoa. Whenever you start to make uh, people accountable, the government absolutely melts down. And James O'Keefe and crew with their incredible, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, secret recordings, secret reporting uh, are really doing a bang-up job. And now the attack comes. It's just shocking at how abusive this really is. I was in a state of shock as James O'Keefe it's amazing how James describes this thing. It's scary, folks. I was in a state of shock, James O'Keefe says. Well, we've known a lot of people in our day that have been raided by the FBI. Well, that's a bad, scary phrase, raided by the FBI. Whoa. It's scary. It's hard to even think about, right? But there you have it. He gets raided. And they claim that I guess a journal was stolen or something. That's what this is all about. A journal was stolen or whatever. And and uh, So there you have it. I, I don't know what to think. Is the FBI coming to my house soon? It seems to me the FBI is just flat out out of control now. I don't know how to think about our society anymore because I've always depended on America being a law-abiding, good people. We can have our disagreements. Yeah, once in a while there's an abuse of someone that's unwarranted, but for the most part, 
hey, we're a law-abiding country, right? I believe that kind of stuff literally my whole life, pretty much. But now all that's gone. Really. Literally, all of that is off the table now. Why? Did you say that, Sam? Because your government now is blatantly, openly saying, we don't even care about the laws. We don't even care about the checks and balances that made America great. And when I see that, I just, I, I don't think that I can handle this. You say, well, what do you mean, Sam, when you say, what do you mean you don't know that you can handle it? I'm just telling you that I don't know where we go with this or what we should do. We can't have peaceful um, assemblies because they'll, you know, send in the um, Black Lives Matters and the Antifa and all these people and destroy it. And then if we're not careful, we'll get the blame that we caused the violence, right? So you can't peacefully assemble. You can't go to the courts, ask anybody like Sidney Powell or anybody else who's tried to go over election fraud, shut down. Okay, you can't, there's no way of redress of grievance. Your free speech is violated at every turn by big tech. Now James O'Keefe, conservative journalist, spoke out Monday about the FBI raid on his home last week saying that left him in a state of shock. In an interview with Fox News host Sean Hannity, O'Keefe accused the federal government of showing up in force with raids on his home and others associated with Project Veritas. This is all following reports that he's been in possession of a diary that reportedly belonged to President Joe Biden's daughter, Ashley, but was allegedly stolen. Despite the fact that O'Keefe had surrendered the reported diary, he told Hannity that federal agents showed up at his house with a battering ram and detained him. I woke up to a, quote, pre-dawn raid, he said. They were banging on my door. I went to the door to answer it. And there were 10 FBI agents there with a battering ram, white blinding lights. They turned me around, handcuffed me, Threw me against the hallway. I was partially clothed in front of my neighbors. Wow. O'Keefe then suggested that his sources for other project investigations might have been compromised as the FBI then seized his phone. A lot of my sources, quote, unrelated to this story, and a lot of confidential donor information to our news organization could be compromised. I've heard the process is the punishment. I didn't understand this before, but now I do. I wouldn't wish this on any journalist, Sean. Now, an, an attorney, Paul Kelly, that sat next to James, during the Hannity interview, basically spoke up as well and said the diary in question was purchased from a source but never published by Project Veritas. 
O'Keefe later voluntarily gave the diary to the police with regard to whether it was stolen or not. The attorney said nobody knows if that's the case yet or not. But no matter the source of the diary or even its authenticity, O'Keefe said the raid should be a call to other journalists to stand up to federal agents who he said clearly violated the Constitution. This is an attack on the, quote, First Amendment by the Department of Justice, O'Keefe told Fox News. I'm calling upon all journalists to take a stand against this. A source came to us with information. I didn't even decide to publish it yet. And I'm literally attacked. There you go. What do you think of that? If they can do this to me, if they can do this to this journalist and raid my home and take my reporter notes, they'll do it to any journalist. This is about something very fundamental in this country. I don't know what direction this country is going in, but I can tell you that journalists everywhere have to rise up. I broke no laws here. If they can do it to me, they'll do it to anybody. Wow. There you have it. I don't know where you go from here. This is why I've been saying this to uh, Larry Pratt first hour. And I say this to you now. This is an attack on the First Amendment by the Department of Justice. I'm calling on all journalists to take a stand against this. Wow. I don't know where you go with this. This is why I've kind of said the whole two hours long, we have crossed a Rubicon in America. You can literally attack Donald Trump, claim for literally years that he was part of a Russian cabal. It turns out that he was not. But it didn't prevent the fake news and the slander, did it? Think about that. It didn't stop the slander and the fake news and the libel. Now James O'Keefe literally buys some information. He voluntarily turns it over, but they still come to his house with a battering ram. Right? Folks, now who was involved with Russia? Was it Donald Trump? No, that story's been debunked. Now it turns out, guess who it was? Hillary Clinton. You don't believe me? Mainstream press not reporting on it. But it's Hillary. Boom. Indictment. It was showed now or demonstrated that Hillary Clinton was in bed with them. Not Trump at all. We'll talk about it in seconds. Pursuing Liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. 
USA Radio News with Lance Pry. The number of border crossers and illegal immigrants being released into our country under the Department of Homeland Security is being hidden from Congress and the public. That's according to Senator Ron Johnson, the Republican from Wisconsin. Johnson is reporting that Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas has given the senator no response to the October 19th request for the number of people who enter the country illegally. The Oklahoma Supreme Court overturned a $465 million lawsuit against drug maker Johnson & Johnson. In a 5-to-1 decision on Tuesday, the court overturned a lower court ruling from 2019, asserting the lower court wrongfully interpreted the state's public nuisance law. NASA scientists have issued a warning about a potentially hazardous asteroid that will nearly miss Earth on December 11th. 4660 us shouldn't cause any impact possibility for at least another 100 years. USA Radio News. COVID is spiking again, and it's just not clear how to keep your family safe. Fever is the leading symptom of COVID, and the only way to reliably detect it is with an accurate thermometer. Be vigilant and be accurate with the Exergen Temporal Scanner, whose accuracy has been proven in more than 100 clinical studies. Don't rely on non-contact thermometers. They are proven to be inaccurate and will not reliably detect a fever that might mean COVID. Learn more at exergen.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. Shantae, can you sweep that, please? Mina's salon business is growing faster than she can keep up with. She needs a new shop manager before her bookings go out of style. Curtain bangs and balayage would look so good on you. Just hang on one second. Can you please answer that? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Resistance to the federal government's vaccine mandate has reached the courts. And the courts have put President Biden's mandate on hold for now. It's going to push many people out of work. That's Indiana State Attorney General Todd Rakita discussing the White House mandate that workers at companies of 100 employees or more be vaccinated by the 4th of January or agree to testing weekly or lose their jobs. For now, the mandate is on hold by order of a federal court as lawsuits from states like Indiana play themselves out. It's not going to win any hearts and minds here in the Hoosier state. So we got to fight against this. Rokita, who spoke on Fox News Prime Time, is attorney general for one of over two dozen states that are now fighting the mandate. In the New England Bureau of USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. Commemorating the birth of Jesus Christ, Christmas is in 45 days. We are USA Radio News. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Boom. Indictment shows, well, that it was against Hillary. This is hard to even handle because, again, how do you investigate Joe, uh, I'm sorry, Donald Trump for literally two years saying he was in bed with the Russians? And then it turns out the evidence shows that it was Hillary. Indictment shows that it was Hillary who colluded with Russia. And uh, I guess her aide was the source of the, quote, P-tape. And uh, in the, uh, well, she financed this thing. Yeah. How do you how do you deal with this? And now 
after we harassed Donald Trump for literally two years, we find out it's Hillary. The evidence continues to grow that it was Hillary Clinton who engaged in collusion with Russia while President Trump, well, wasn't involved at all. But her campaign was involved in mishandling of information, etc. More and more evidence coming out as people start to get arrested. And it was Hillary. Boom. Indictment shows it was Hillary who colluded with Russia. Wow. What do you think of that, ladies and gentlemen? All right, we're going to take Trevor uh, from Washington. Uh, How's it going, sir? Hey, we're doing good out here. We sure thank you all for your hard work and working with the CSPOA out there. Um, Buddy, we're working with CSPOA everywhere, sir. Heck, yeah. That's so awesome. You know, the solutions, that's the best, one of the best parts of uh, Liberty Roundtable that I sure appreciate. And, you know, having some uh, solutions brought up, I wanted to uh, tell you good job on those top three concerns that you were hitting on. I think that was yesterday about the, you know, COVID, the border, the vote fraud. I totally agree with that. And, And that is, you know, I talk to a lot of people out here, um, and uh, they're they're thinking the same thing, you know. And they're like you were saying today, who's who would call for impeachment and all that kind of stuff? Everybody would, everybody would, as far as the people. But like you said, maybe the people in the government, maybe they won't. But after, you know, everybody sees what's going on with him just dumping all that stuff over and across you know, in Afghanistan and all that. I mean, that was right there. Shoot, a lot of people started saying some real bad stuff when that happened. Yeah, nobody supported him at all. And uh, if somebody did, you know, who would it be and where would they be coming from? Um, But the people that I'm talking out here, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we actually uh, met Ted Nugent's cousin recently. That was pretty cool. There's a lot of good, hard-working, farm-type, country-type, business-owner-type people out here. Sam, I want to build your sales. I want to put some wind in yours. You know, I'm hearing you today, and uh, you you are grasping reality and saying, man, you've never seen it this bad where they're coming out with mandates or vaccines and stuff. And and I hear you, you know what I mean? But And we got to be grateful for some of the good things, but... Um, she would, uh, went to the airport recently and like you said, and everybody does say, you know, and heck, it doesn't matter where you are, the grocery store or, uh, wherever you are locally or abroad, if you can lead by example and do what you think you would do, um, if the savior was there watching you, you know, and thinking, Hey, he already died on the cross for me. You know, he already carried that. He already carried that cross and, and, uh, went to the garden of Gethsemane and through his life, you know, he lived that example for us and he wants us to be unified. Sam, he does. He needs us to come together as Christian American constitutional people that believe in our blessed founding fathers and that the Lord still does have miracles today that he 
does have, you know, his power upon the earth and uh, as we trust him and we support our sheriffs and give them big old raises. Give those sheriffs a big old raise and and we don't want them thinking, man, somebody else got a nicer truck than me or something like that. You know what? Give those sheriffs some big old huge raises. Let's get together uh, once or a few times a month or something with that sheriff, with your community, rubbing shoulders, knowing that's who's in the trench with you out there in your community. And that needs to happen, and that is the solution. And uh, making sure that they will follow the Constitution and stand in between you, Ted Nugent's uh, cousin that was in here um met him yesterday finally but uh he actually is, uh, said he's growing up same as you and i sam as far as church we go to church of jesus christ latter-day saints and so blessed to have a prophet upon the earth today that uh, you know our heavenly father can lead us and guide us through um and again, you need to keep on hitting on those solutions, and I sure appreciate you doing that, working with the sheriffs and hey, then the local government. No, but the local government, you know, be involved there, uh, doing local service one to another, you know, meeting together oft. I think that's the key right there. But, you know, as far as all that other stuff, Sam, you know, that's your job to keep on hitting on all that. I don't pay attention to any of that stuff but honestly to no i already said no i already said answer your question yeah. it's easy all right well i'll so, bring one, one more topic for you get your take on this uh, really quick trevor before we let you fly headline says yeah. this date for a moon landing could be delayed until 2025 yeah the space agency acknowledged that it cannot return astronauts to the lunar surface by 2024 they're sorry. Uh, they, you know, that was Trump said we're going to get this done, but now they're not doing it. Uh, they say that it's going to be pushed back. They're so sorry. They just can't get it done. I don't know that we went to the moon in the first place, Trevor, but it's just interesting. Why do we keep pushing it back? In 1969, we didn't push it back and back and make excuses like we're doing today. Yeah, I hear that, uh, you know. I do believe that we've been lied to before. Now, as far as going to the moon and stuff, you know, heck, I sure haven't been there. I'll tell you that. And, uh, you know, uh, I guess I haven't looked at the telescope either and seen the flag on it either. So I guess I haven't done that. But, yeah, you know, they I guess they got cruises. You can just fly into outer space on a little spaceship. But this one customer we had, he said, he actually did work for uh, NASA and all that. Well, it wasn't NASA, but he sold aerospace-type stuff, and he said the guys that went up on some space cruise last time, well, I don't probably shouldn't say it on the air. It's a little crude, but I guess they had a little plumbing problem. So, you know, Oh, there you go. It wasn't all that nice. Yeah, Yeah, and they were saying, look out below, weren't they, Trevor? <laughs> it was look out everywhere, buddy, I'll tell you. Hey, All right, no man, we appreciate there, you. But, oh, sure. Hey, I'm here for you, too. And uh, like I said, keep, you know, that's what I was telling uh, Ted Nugent's cousin. Uh, 
is that, um, you know, I like to participate and donate. I sure believe in that Give Me Liberty Fund out there. Um, you know, I'd encourage everybody to get involved there because I know Sam for a long time, and and uh, I think the Give Me Liberty Fund is transparent and things like that. I just we need to have not a million different funds that we're all donating into. You know, it just it I can't get around that. You know, I can't donate to Madison Cawthorn or whoever it is, and then I can't Rand Paul and trump and then i get a million different emails showing up it's like you know we got to figure out what to do and like i said the main thing probably is just support the cspoa support your sheriff at this point i don't know anybody else that's gonna shoot i don't know if we just got to keep it transparent we got to keep you know that money sacred and uh i don't know man but you guys are doing great out there keep on looking for those solutions and and all that kind of stuff, and and just know there is tons of people out there, but we need to start waving that American flag as a people, because I'll tell you what, you can either raise the American flag, or you can raise the rainbow flag out there these days. That's what I've been seeing. I've been going a lot of different places, and there's two different kind of folks out there. The kind of people that are standing up for America and the Constitution, the American flag, and then the people that want to destroy it, and they got the rainbow flag right there, front of the business, front of the house, back That's of the how car, they do it, ladies or a little equality symbol. Yep, put Liberty Roundtable on your call. All right, sir, thanks so much. Liberty Roundtable live in seconds. Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse, many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face. And the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit to preservethenation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way. But actually, gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account, because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. 
like the Trevor's wise point, I just got an email from Rand Paul begging me for money. <clears throat> got to keep him in the Senate, you know. Now, I get it, and I don't disagree that Rand Paul does a great job. I'm just telling you, like Trevor, I don't have money to just put everywhere all the time. It's really, really tough. And now we find out they got to delay the moon landing. Wow. Well, I was talking to some people uh, the other day, and one of the points that came up is, man, there is just no good news anywhere. Just none. And I said, no, that's not true. There's good news. And they're like, you know what? Every discussion goes negative. Every discussion points to the panic. Every discussion highlights negativity. And I, I kind of argued against them. But I look at my notes today, and I'm starting to agree with their point. Listen to the headlines. Larry Pratt's with me, discussing liberty. That's positive. Biden's new budget proposal, bad news, promotes gun control. The ATF promoting a gathering of database on gun control or gun owners, negative. The federal government's prohibited by law, but they're breaking the law, negative. COVID-19 cases in California, up. That's negative. I guess the positive in these stories are, though, that, hey, we're alarming everybody about gun control and, and the wrongness of government gathering this data. And, you know, you can say, you know, cases are up in um, California, which is sad, but they're down in Florida, which is good. Most Utahns wouldn't change the name of Dixie State University, but they're going to change it to Utah Tech University. Um, that's kind of a negative story. Are you okay with the IRS monitoring your bank account? Negative story. White House to employers? Ignore the court order, do it anyway. Pretty negative. A federal appeals court halt the President Biden's mandate. That's a negative story. Virginia mother Stacey Langton and that big old story about, you know, government schools, negative. FBI raiding home of Project Veritas founder James O'Keefe, pretty negative. This is an attack on the First Amendment, pretty negative. Boom, indictment shows it was Hillary, negative. Except for at least we're getting to the truth. That's pretty positive. The evidence continues to grow that it was Hillary Clinton. Well, the good news is we have now the reason to lock her up. Problem is we don't have the president that agreed to lock her up, right? He's gone. Date for a moon landing to be delayed. That's negative news. So I look at the headlines and I go, you know what? These people that I'm talking to have a valid point. So I got this cool story for you. How's that? You like that? Here it is. After camping for months... Utah family of 13 finds home thanks to two news viewer. Stories by Daniel Woodruff, KUTV. This story was September 28th is when it came out, so I'm a little late to the party on this one, but I've been saving it. Anyway, there's a real estate agent, Russ Fawcett, I think is how you say his name, He's a Salt Lake City real estate agent. And a Salt Lake City real estate agent led the effort to buy the Shelton family a new place to live in Tremont, Utah. It's pretty cool. After spending several months camping because they couldn't find a place to live, the Utah family of 13 now finds themselves with a roof over their head. It's thanks to a two news viewer who the, saw the story about Danny and Brittany Shelton and their 11 children and decided it was important to step up to help. The Sheltons found out in July 
that their landlord was selling the place that they've lived in for six years. In a tight market, they couldn't find anywhere else to rent. You say, come on, Sam. No, listen, the guy's a firefighter in a certain city in a place called Tremont, Utah. And I guess the laws are that you have got to live there if you're a firefighter there. So the entire family literally moved out of the house into a tent. Sounds pretty negative, huh? They were on a campsite, Brittany said. It was rough. Their story quickly spread. The Sheltons heard from people across the country, even in places like Germany and Russia. Now, Russ Faw, that's this, um, Russ Fawcett, I guess is how you say his name. He also saw the story and reached out to the family offering to help. He offered to help. In the end, he and his real estate team decided to buy the Sheltons a new place to live. It was one of those opportunities to be able to give back, Fawcett told 2 News. What was in it for us, Russ asks? I don't know. Finding a house in this competitive market certainly wasn't easy. It's a rural community. Very few homes were even available. There were a couple that were in their price range, but not many. But he and the Sheltons eventually, after looking, found one, bid on it against other would-be buyers, and got the home. The Sheltons moved in after two months of camping. It's a big relief, the father of 11 children, Danny said. Fawcett, that's the real estate agent guy that bought the home, planned to rent the home to the Sheltons until they could buy it from them. Believe it or not, they added on two extra bedrooms because the family's big. He's been a godsend. I'll tell you what. There's not words to give to explain what Russ has done for our family, added Danny's wife, Brittany. He really stepped up and stepped in when we needed him to. Fawcett said that he was happy to be able to make a difference. We really did this to help them, he said. The Sheltons, parents and children alike, couldn't be more grateful. We're home, Brittany said. We're home. Now, that's just one example of the good people are doing all over the country. And I agree that it's hard to find good news. Even the good news that we find is a uh, almost a rescue from tragedy, right? And this family suffering, not having a home, uh, it's a tragic story. But the good news is in the kindness, the following the Prince of Peace, the example, the service, the love, the caring for one's neighbor. That's the heroics in the story, right? Anyway, I think it's a great story. After camping for months, Utah family of 13 finds home thanks to two news viewer uh, leave it to the news people to take some credit it was their news and their viewer that you know got it but i commend them all that's good news i got another good news story for you a man who began drinking alcohol at age 14 overcomes addiction after missing dad's funeral now you could say that's a pretty negative story too sam wow yes and no it's sad that he missed his dad's funeral. It's sad that he started drinking at 14 years old. But let me tell you the good news. He overcame his addiction. 
So now we're telling you about a guy that overcomes an addiction. We're telling you about a family that gets a home due to a good Samaritan and their service, right? I'm going to give you a third one. Scuba diver finds phone lost two years ago on the bottom of a reservoir. He found the home or found the phone and he decided to track the owner and he did and he returned the phone. Now, I'm not so so sure how good the phone would be after that, but you know, what an effort. Right? I think that's great news. In my opinion, it's a start. We got to start somewhere, right? Right? That's good news. All three of those stories, in my opinion, are good news, right? Wow. What can we do to make more good news? Part of the problem is a lot of us don't really want to be highlighted for the good news we do. Let me give you an example. You know, I went to a restaurant the other day, and we met this uh, waitress that was there that was really nice, did a great job. Uh, In the process, we learned that she was trying to go to school to be an accountant and that they were really shorthanded at the restaurant. And she basically fought the best, you know, was doing the best she could. She was a great waitress. And I gave her a bigger tip than normal. Because I just felt like, wow, she's working towards something that really matters. She's trying to make something of herself. She's putting the time and the effort in. So I gave her a big tip, bigger than I normally would by a long shot. Uh, I don't even know the number, but it was probably a 30% tip, for instance. Right now. I normally don't talk about that because I'm not looking for credit. Okay, I don't, I'm, I, it's, it's, she knew that she got the tip from me, but she doesn't really know who I am. Uh, but I'm just saying it's, it's, it's a quiet act of service. And I, don't, I normally wouldn't take credit for it. But the reason that I'm mentioning this and my deed today is because I know there's a lot of negative news out there. And I know a lot of us just want good news. We're desperate for good news. And I agree with the people that I was talking to about this. You know what? We need more good news. And so I'm not really trying to pitch myself as somebody important or that I'm the source of good news. I bring it up because I think we're desperate for good news. I know people are just wanting good news. And so I normally wouldn't even tell you about my efforts there, but I am. Because I do want to say that there's a lot of good news. Right? There's a lot of good news out there. There really is. And we, the people, just need to find it. Uh, Me and some friends, oh, 20 years ago or so, maybe? 25 years ago? Not probably 20. uh, We created an organization called Extraordinary News. And we tried to put together a good news service, and we lost funding for it uh, and it couldn't continue but man i'd love to get funding again and put together uh, you know good news stories it could be done we can find them but it takes scouring the internet for them it takes digging in to find them it takes a lot of effort to overcome a lot of the negative news
and tell you about her- heroic people and heroic stories. Believe it or not, on LovingLiberty.net, this is good news. Uh, Larry uh, does a podcast called Heroes and Heroines that is really, really good. And it's up on LovingLiberty.net. Nathan Osmond, we're putting his show up. He focuses on um, awesome things, right? His incredible podcast. So we're working on good news more and more. Um, uh, we're working on more and more and more good news. Achieving Awesomeness is the name of his podcast. That's pretty positive, right? So I wanted to spend the last segment of the show on nothing but good news. And I'm, I'm not talking about acts of heroism by me or anybody else to gain credit. I, I, what I want us to do is run around and be involved in random acts of kindness in anonymous good news and good deeds everywhere. I beg you, please. We can make a difference and we can promote good news. We'll work on it harder. It was a valid point and we'll do our very best. Thanks for being alongside for the ride. We the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and will restore America. That's the good news, isn't it? We declare this nation shall endure. That's good news, isn't it? God save the Republic of the United States of America. And that's the best news ever. Make it a great day and choose the right, will ya?